0: What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of Com Chatter. Today I'm very excited to have my friend the Baron, the official Baron <laughs> of Star Wars Squadrons, Eckert's Ladder. What's up, buddy?
1: I won on basically not a technicality, but I scraped it and I'm gonna I'm gonna take that for as long as I can. It was yeah,
0: it wasn't a technicality. <laughs> you you earned it.
1: Yeah, it was close, but thankfully they were just going for pure kills, not not uh that i I got a lot of deaths, I was flying crazy, so uh yeah, <laughs> thank you, thanks for having me on. I'm very excited
0: yeah i mean we we've obviously talked about Star Wars privately together a lot whenever <laughs> we've hung out, but uh never publicly, and this is like with the show, I wanna use it as a chance to hang out with my my online friends as well, so mm-hmm. uh, and we have been talking about Squadron since July when we got to play it on almost a daily basis. Just like yeah. messaging each other, being like, "I still miss it." <laughs> <laughs> I still miss it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, it lost lover. Yeah, it's it's. It, I remember those days pretty fondly, and this the second beta we did, especially where we had it for like a week. That one was hard, where they just took that away, and mm-hmm. then it was, and it was no more. But but yeah, it's like. I've been excited for a game like this for a long time, and now you've got. I guess this shows kind of like when you explain the premise to me, it's almost like a Hot Ones type of thing, kind where like you, you put people under a little bit of like <laughs> some sort of external pressure, uh and then just see how they how they answer.
0: Yeah, like not nearly as compelling. No, uh, but <laughs> oh
1: well. I was gonna say not nearly as much. I thought you were gonna say not nearly as much pressure. <laughs>
0: Both, yes, but yeah, yeah, it's just something to like preoccupy the mind while we while we talk. Um, mm-hmm. Normal, this is only the third episode I've done, and we've been playing against like AI uh, just mm-hmm. to warm up. But I mentioned that to Eck, and he was like, "No, we're playing <laughs> against people." I was like, "All right, we'll, we'll do that the whole time. That's fine with me."
1: Yeah, I was like, you can tell them that I that I, I insisted that I was a diva, but <laughs> I, I thought you'd probably go for it as well.
0: If there's if there's one word I could use to describe you, it's diva. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess.
2: Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh well while we wait for this match to go in, I'll just I'll just start with some of the like the generic questions, the ones you get asked on every Star Wars podcast, but like okay. how how did you originally get into Star Wars? Uh, when did your fandom start?
1: I don't actually do that many podcasts, so it's kind of nice oh, to get good. the besides from besides from my own. So it's kind of nice to get the uh, standard question. I f- first I actually remember the exact moment where I first heard about Star Wars for the first time. I was on my dad's old well, my mom and dad used to have a water bed. Like it's just the weird details you remember from when you were a kid. They had a water bed, and I remember my dad trying to tell me about this character called Chewbacca. And he described him as like part walrus, part lion, part bear, part like whatever else. And that right there was like Chewbacca of all things is what instantly got me. Uh, what instantly got me hooked. And then he borrowed the VHS copy of the original trilogy from either his boss or one of his coworkers. Um, I think it was the, I think it would have been the original edition the first VHS release and the first movie I ever watched was Empire Strikes Back. Um, and I just remember after that, after watching that movie, like all week, they just, I was downstairs like hanging upside down from the couch, (laughs) like pretending to be Luke. Yeah. And after that, we got, um, I think the first version that we ever owned was like the gold release where like they had a few of the i think that was the 95 release and i watched that every day i watched return of the jedi like nearly every day um and then it's just since then it's kind of just been kind of just been like an obsession and i can still remember like when i saw the trailer for the phantom menace for the first time of course when i saw the trailer for Episode seven for the first time um when i started youtube i kind of i've got a crappy memory but i remember all I those things standing So. By.
0: That's yeah, I think we probably got into it at about the same time I think we're similar ages if not the same age, but yeah the those like gold Releases those were the first yes. ones I owned as well
1: in the bar in the box that made like a farty noise when uh-huh. we closed it of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I still love those ver- I have like my my uh, I guess the the vhs's that I grew up on in my office here and the gold ones are I still really like them because i'm not a hardcore um, no changes guy. Like, I think some of the changes are good. I'm a big, uh, like, I don't like Yub Nub very much. Um, so, yeah, the gold version for me is, is a happy, happy place, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too angry about most of the changes either. I mean, I think most of them are pretty fine.
1: Yeah, that'll be a different conversation whenever you have Greedo on, because I know he's uh, yeah. he's an originalist.
0: <laughs> for sure, yeah.
2: Yeah, I just got um, destroyed. I did too. <laughs> well,
0: we're on the attack. We're fine. Yeah. Um did you ever have like a lull in your fandom because I actually kind of did for a while after like when I got into college it was just like I didn't have time anymore, so I mm. missed out on things like uh the the old Republic. I've still never played mm-hmm. that. Um did you go through something similar or were you like always keeping up with everything?
1: yeah no I I had a very similar lol. um like I was big in the EU and I was big in the prequels and stuff but then kind of just like that when I went in undergrad in law school I had a lot less time for Star Wars and I think if I weren't doing YouTube right now I would probably be in a pretty big I I like I would have not lost interest but like uh like I wouldn't be in as much as I am now um which would have been a shame but like I, like I think Clone Wars is one thing that I was never big on when it came out. Um, and I guess for me, that was like none of my friends were into it. Uh, I think we saw it. We just kind of imagined that it was like a kid's show or whatever. Yeah. So we never wa- uh, watched that. I, I never was never into The Old Republic either because I was never an MMO guy. Um, but yeah, definitely had peaks and valleys.
0: I mean, I think I'd probably say the same thing if it weren't for... Being a youtuber I I wouldn't read every single comic or no
1: Yeah, like for me, I I think that I probably would have not read any of the new books not because I didn't want to just because It's so hard to make time for stuff like like especially if you're doing a job where you're doing a lot of reading um, it's hard to make time for Fictional universes like when I was in law school, I think I just completely stopped reading fiction altogether because like why would i want to after reading all day right um oh captain kangaroo died
0: <laughs> how did that come about like you're transitioning from law into youtube it's,
1: it's kind of a really interesting story um well at least i think it's interesting but <laughs> i'll let you know so <laughs> i was in uh, toronto um it's working kind of my first law job out of uh law school in canada when you're when you become a lawyer you do what's called articling which i think they have in the states too it's it's basically just like an, a paid internship okay um and usually you'll article and then the the place they article with will usually give you a job or at least frequently give you a job um so i moved to toronto for articling i really liked it there i was working with the uh, provincial government there and like probably the co- Probably my dream job in my field, uh, which was was called administrative law Which is like the law of tribunals is what you'd call it. Um, oh damn So I really like toronto, but kelsey who's my wife and at that time she was my girlfriend We both kind of knew that we wanted to move back to the east coast to halifax where I am now um so in February She took a job offer at the local hospital in Halifax where i'm living now and I Finished my articling did a few I guess a couple months of like full lawyer work Uh in toronto just to finish off my contract I had there But I was kind of all alone Like I had nobody else that I knew in the city because I'd only been there for a bit and I just had a lot of free time. I had a very small apartment and no money and nothing So I had all these like plans to do a youtube channel So I just kind of started it in my free time. I started making videos like at night and Thankfully it was 2017 kind of right in the months before the last jedi. So like hype was super super high. Yeah um So I was able to kind of Thankfully in like a few months my channel was big enough that I could I decided not to look for another law job to see if I could kind of make it on youtube And uh, yeah so i'm still trying trying to I mean, it's going well now, but uh, Yeah, it was just it was really lucky very very fortunate timing um, I, I applied for a clerkship, which is like a in, in canada clerkships are jobs you work with the court and they're Something that lawyers do unlike in the states where I know a clerkship is something a student usually does But uh, thankfully I didn't get the job as if I did I, I definitely wouldn't be doing youtube now <laughs> but uh yeah just very fortunate circumstances i guess
0: was it when you were starting your channel was it something that you were like planning on making it a full-time thing or were you just doing it because you felt like it
1: no i like i definitely wasn't planning on making it full-time it was just something i was doing because i had all this free time um all this free time in my apartment and like i said i didn't know anybody it's like "Eh, i might as well might as well give it a try really I had all these ideas that I would written a long time ago Um, I, I didn't even know really that star wars youtubers were a thing like I remember talking to you about this when I first started but like I didn't know like all these channels existed I think the only channel that I was aware of was space doc because i'd watched one of his videos before um But yeah, it's kind of a I definitely didn't realize I could go full-time and I didn't tell my My girlfriend at the time now wife as i said about my channel until like i was already kind of making enough money to think about quitting my job or not getting a new contract yeah so that was a interesting surprise for her (laughs) she's like you're doing what
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i did did she take it well
1: she did uh i mean she thought it was like a little not weird she just i guess she thought it was weird that she didn't know that i was like spending you know it was like uh, yeah 30 30 hours a week working on videos or whatever she thought i was just playing xbox or something <laughs> i guess um but yeah she, she she took it well she was cool with it she supported me try, kind of giving it a proper go my uh my family I, t- I told them a little bit later and they were like we were wondering what you were doing <laughs> my sister thought i was selling drugs <laughs> <laughs> my, my cover story was that i, I also had a job um where I wrote, I had like a resume writing service that I I was a part of we had like a whole website and everything So I don't know why I was really hesitant to tell people that I was doing youtube Um, but yeah, people people just thought I was writing resumes full-time
0: <laughs> I man, I I think I Don't know if I could have passed up like a job like that like a sure thing uh for youtube so that's yeah it it took me a lot of thinking and convincing from molly honestly to finally uh, go full-time on youtube i was just like Mm -hmm. there's no way even though the channel was doing pretty well i was like there's just no way
1: yeah Yeah. i mean it's youtube's like the this the most unsecure job of all time (laughs) because you can fail or the site can decide like it doesn't want to run ads anymore or you know whatever else so
0: it's so but, up and down constantly
1: but it's also like the, the coolest job ever so it's like you kinda gotta go for it if you have the chance I think
0: I
2: agree
0: now I'm focusing on killing Tommy alright
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so growing up with the EU and stuff uh, like um, I feel like well since you you don't do many Star Wars podcasts I'll just ask what what's your favorite Star Wars movie because that's like the question that everyone always asks
2: mhm
1: yeah i'm a, I'm a ship guy so my favorite Return of the jedi yeah that makes um,
0: sense i probably would have guessed that oh god
1: even though it's probably like as an adult <clears throat> as an adult watching it it's like kind it's it's the weakest but it's like the last third of that movie is just really phenomenal mm-hmm. um and like as a kid i as I said I'd watch it almost every day i'd skip the uh the tatooine parts usually skip the uh skip the Yoda bits and go straight to uh <laughs> Sometimes even skip the Endor parts barts on the ground to be honest. Oh, yeah, crap, just, we're not attacking
0: it, it just switched, uh Yeah, just skip straight to when the battle of Endor actually
1: starts. Yep, exactly Because that part was always so cool. So that was probably my favorite. I I really love the original star wars as well Um, I just find that to be like a very cozy movie. Uh-huh. Like it's got a It's got kind of like a like a looseness to it or like a kind of on the fly style that like the other movies they're so like regimented and like they're, they're so produced the later ones that like they kind of lack that sort of I don't even know what it is it's, it's, it's not like a heart because all the movies have heart but it's it's, it's all like an amateurishness almost yeah sort of I,
0: like. I, I kind of get what you're saying uh, and I'm struggling to also find the words where it's like yeah they, they're just making a story didn't know if it was going to work or not Hmm. that's I, I, the, A New Hope's probably always going to be my favorite just that was the first one I saw and the one that
1: I watched every mm-hmm. day
0: for a year
1: yeah like that's that's it, they were very close for me because like I love all the creature stuff in A New Hope I love the tattooing stuff um, and I, I love the Death Star as a uh, like as a location so yeah I, I definitely definitely approve that answer <laughs> I never, was never huge on I don't know why but I was never huge on Empire Strikes Back when I was a kid. I Same. Thought, I think I thought it was maybe a bit slower than the other ones perhaps. Same. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> my my dad told me that his favorite was Empire and I was like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah. And now I get it. Yeah,
1: exactly. But... <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> As a kid, I'm just like, but there's speeder bikes and yeah.
1: Muppets and stuff. <laughs> like you once you once you get hot, you're basically done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I had there
0: Uh, Is return of the Jedi your favorite story like your favorite Star Wars story or do you have a book or
1: comic Mm -hmm. or anything
0: else that Jumps out at you.
1: That's a good question Um, Maybe because I I think that the The way that the kind of apex of that movie is handled is perfect I, I really think the Thrawn trilogy is a perfectly crafted uh Star Wars story—it's definitely on a bit of a smaller scale, um, but that the Thrawn trilogy feels a lot more connected than the original trilogy does. Sometimes, um, mm. it, like it, it's certainly more planned out than the original trilogy was.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting point. Like the first EU stories, it was like that was a trilogy that yeah they knew it was going to be a trilogy, and mm-hmm. so Zahn actually had like the ability to outline it and stuff.
1: Yeah, and there's like hints in the first book that like actually pay off in the end, which is like, no, like something you don't see very much is like in You can retroactively point to stuff that like in a new hope that's like oh, yeah, this paid off later with references with like how oh gotta get in the star destroyer Like how uncle owen feels about anakin and whatever else but that's at the end kind of just a, a nice coincidence
0: Yeah, it just worked out
1: but was same with not like Obi
2: Yeah,
1: like like Alec Guinness is such a good actor that like you can read whatever you want into his, <laughs> right. into his facial expression so he looks like he's, you know, really troubled thinking about his old friend. But... Uh-huh.
0: I, I like you... all those fan edits that people will do of uh, kind of yeah, showing the, what he's thinking of when in that moment. But it's like, yeah, at the time it was just his friend that died <laughs> and Darth Vader killed him.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, we are our team is not getting many kills outside of us. I think we got four I I I gotta say I really like the mandalorian as well. Maybe not for I'm not ai guess it's not the plot of that show. I like a lot. I I like the world building and the atmosphere of that show Um, and I like that. It's not like a huge Galaxy changing affair at least yet. I'm a little worried about season two. Yeah, you go a little too try to get too many kind of Rebels characters or whatever else. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because there's, I mean, there's been alleged leaks of characters that are going to be in the new season and right. just don't want them to overdo it and try to force this into a larger kind of scale adventure than it needs to be, I guess. I'm
0: totally with you. Uh, where, like, yeah, you hear these rumors and you're like, okay, and I think ultimately it'll be fine. It'll probably be like in season one where... You know all this stuff. Just it, it took it only took over for like an episode, and then yeah. it was like we're gonna move on to the next thing. Yes. So I think we're probably gonna be all right. But yeah, I don't <laughs> I want it knew. to turn into something massive of like this is yeah Palpatine's after the child. or Like no, thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah. If 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 they start bringing Palpatine in, as much as I do love the old man. <laughs> and like how can you not he has so much fun with everything he does that's like Palpatine is the best villain because he's just he's always laughing he's just having a blast but like (laughs) I don't think I need him to be in in uh, this movie or this show sorry
0: uh yeah I agree I like that the Mandalorian is just its own thing and yep I'm excited for whenever Star Wars just keeps doing new stuff instead of yeah mining the old over and over
1: well, I really like the um The med star books from the eu which are basically just about like Basically just star wars mash. It's just about like a clone hospital Set up for two books and it's just like it Doesn't it doesn't try to be anything more than that. Yeah And like that's kind of what I think they got to figure out about the shows like rather than uh, Do we need a cassian Andor show? Probably not like let's maybe move away from like the one main plot thread that we've spent 9 movies and or like, you know 11 movies and however many comics and books and let's start looking at like I don't know whatever else is going on in the galaxy.
0: Yeah That's i'm, I'm excited about the high republic all that stuff Yes,
1: yes. i've been skeptical at, at times of the high republic, but I do I do feel like it's going to be good and i'm i'm Excited as well. I do still wish there was more of a time gap like a thousand years, but I get it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with
1: we got this MC75, I think.
0: Yeah, this is... I mean, I'm about to die, but come on, get out. Um, so we both obviously love this game maybe too much. Mm-hmm. I, I saw one of your <laughs> you recent videos Yeah. <laughs> that you're like, I have over 100 hours in it. And I was like, yeah, me too. And every time I play with friends, they see my player level, and they're, <laughs> like, they're like, 74! I'm like, yeah, I, just, I don't need you to judge me. I just need you to play with me.
1: Yeah, it's like, but I know <laughs> I've got a problem. <laughs> Uh, nice. there we
0: go. Well we done. got it. Uh, what was your first Star Wars video game, and what's your favorite of all time?
1: Oh, this is a hard question. There have been so <laughs> m- Star Wars has had like more good games than it has any right to have had. My first I, I had a few for the n sixty four that I kind of remember. Um, I think Shadows of the Empire was probably my very first one um for the n sixty four that was a great game. Mm-hmm. I had pod racer and rogue squadron. Those are all kind of the, I think shadows of the empire was the one that came out first. I think that game yeah, launched with the N64. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been my first for favorite. I mean, I still remember playing through night's the Old Republic for the first time. And that's like the only game I think that I played and I was like, Holy crap. It's like, I'm in a movie. Um, yeah. which I guess you kind of, people kind of lose that now because it, I mean, it hasn't aged super well. Um, but that, I, I love Empire at War. I love the, uh, the Jedi Knight series, especially uh, Jedi Outcast. I don't know, though. Favorite? That's really hard. Probably, pro- it's probably got to be Empire at War. And that's as an adult. But as a kid, probably Kodor.
0: That's, if if I were to guess, I would have guessed Empire at War.
1: Yeah. I mean, my, like, I basically made a My, my second YouTube channel started yeah. off pretty much dedicated to Empire at War. Which is crazy, considering it came out, you know... 2006 i think same year as i think it was 2006 same year as return of the jedi and it still got so many active steam players and a dedicated modding scene and everything it's crazy
0: looks like i'm going support this time okay
2: oh okay that's
0: i i try to wait and see if someone else will do it and i'm like okay <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll give it a go
2: that's in in, in pirate
0: wars one that i never i i've played it maybe once or twice a long time Mm -hmm. ago i never got into it but i i should try it
1: i mean it's it was the same with me really like i didn't have a computer to play video games on when i was a kid or even when i was an adult and i I still wouldn't were it not for um you know youtube so i'm kind of going back and playing through like a lot of the games i missed like i played through x-wing alliance not that long ago uh empire at war i played through the the uh dark forces the two dark forces games and then the rest of the series <laughs> um just how you did a lore play on i hope you do another one of those soon um
0: i need to <laughs> i need yeah. to just take the time to play an old game again
1: yeah i mean did you you did dark forces one right you could yeah i need to talk do two. two yeah two is much there's a pretty big like technological jump between two and one, even yeah. though it's only like a year. Like two is much more, uh, much more modern. You know what I miss about
0: those games that I feel like Lucasfilm is overly too cautious about now is having mm. multiple endings. And yeah, I agree. I-, I love that you can be evil, dark side Kyle Katarn at the end uh, of yeah. Dark Forces Two, or in KOTOR, things can go a number of ways. But yeah, I, I want them to just do that again and just you can easily be like and here's the canon version this is what mm-hmm. actually happened but you can play around in here
1: yeah we've had this, this discussion in real life a couple times <laughs> like, like how it feels like they're a little too concerned with like making things canon when it comes to video games where mm-hmm. like fun should be number one like yeah when it comes to something like shadows of the empire it's so like if you're trying to make it like as good of a story as possible, I don't know if you make one with Dash Render. He's basically just discount um yeah. on solo. That's maybe <laughs> a bad example, because I know Shadows in the Empire was a whole multimedia thing, but like even like The Force Unleashed is a really good example of like something that isn't really consistent with like the rest mm-hmm. of Canon, but it's fun, so like you might as well make it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were just like, hey, let's give the player like just the like take the force and dial it to 11 because it's fun yeah. and yeah it makes star killer way overpowered mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't really line up but it's fun and yeah but on the flip side you still like I, I think a lot of people ask me these questions like specifically to uh like in a snarky way to be like answer this now so like mm-hmm. in this game when you're fighting anvil squadron at the end it's like how can Anvil Squadron have like 70 ships? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, clearly <laughs> yeah. it's a game and they're just sh- sending wave after wave at you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been meaning to post it or make a meme about like the, how many times I have to teach you this lesson, old man, with Anvil Squadron, because it's like <laughs> there's like a hundred ships and you just, yeah. <laughs> Squadron definitely has a different meaning in the New Republic, like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, But like the old game still managed to have like a pretty good level of the, like, EU integration are like they tie in pretty well because like in Dark Forces two there's like a Mara Jade DLC. So it's yeah. like they they could at times, you know, do their own thing or, you know, in other times they really embrace the overall story. Or like X Wing Alliance is like basically half the ships are stuff or are ships established in the prior EU and that's really cool. So damn oh, god
2: survive oh
0: i think i healed someone and crashed into him he's <laughs> alive though
1: you've got to try uh, the iron torpedoes at some point oh um, yeah I've... and you, you can actually run them from support as well and support gets 3 of them oh my so god <laughs> it can yeah that's very good. very useful offensively
0: um, last little, like, generic Star Wars question. Who is your favorite minor, like, bigs level character? Someone, you know, just not like a Luke or a Leia or Han. Mm. Who's someone that you don't think gets enough credit that you love?
1: Okay. I gotta think movies, but while I'm thinking of movies, I really like Talon Card um, from the Expanded Universe. I think that's and, a great answer, yeah. And Tycho Selku as well. Who's mm. even a more minor character, I'd say. Um, but... From the movie specifically uh, I there's so many like Random side imperials who I think are really fun. Like the guy in a new hope who uh They basically barge into his office and knock him out. I uh, forget his name. Um, Paul treat him? Yeah, paul treat him. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I think he's really fun. Uh, he's got good hair. So that's cool uh, I think though there's definitely know. I'm gonna gonna think about that maybe, and I'll I'll come back to you once I think of a good good one. Good question, though.
0: Yeah, we can save that for the... Oh, I have no countermeasures. Um, Save that for the end. So, outside of Star Wars now, like, you talk about uh, a lot of different fandoms on your YouTube channel, not just Star Wars. What's your... Is Star Wars your favorite, like, universe? Okay, then then what's your second favorite?
1: Star wars is like my favorite i'd say by far. Um I really like a certain era of halo. I like the uh, kind of what people call the Bungie era So like the first really just the first three halo games I'm not even a huge fan of halo reach I really like the story there even though it's It's even more kind of pulpy nonsense than star wars a lot of the time uh-huh. And I don't I don't mean that as an insult either. Um uh, I, I'm a big fan of mass effect, but not nearly as much as I just I hit, I
0: hit that Two. oh your game just crashed full-on. Yeah. Oh, just, all right.
1: Let's see if I, I'll see if I can reconnect I'm able to connect to the AI server's weird okay, Let me restart my game. I was having a really good game too damn it <laughs> Uh, yeah mass effect is 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 a good one But yeah, star wars for me is next level it's funny. I'm, re- I'm rereading harry potter right now. Um, and I'm kind of remembering how much I loved those books as a kid. But <laughs> my
0: game just crashed yeah. too. Okay, we are back. Uh, Steam servers went down for a minute, but we just we just hung in there.
1: Yep, yeah, I gotta uh, say I've never hit the Steam maintenance time before, <laughs> and I've hit it twice now since Squadrons has been out.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's like, oh yeah. This
0: <laughs> I have not played a game uh, this much in a long time. It's like no. I I loved Fallen Order and mm-hmm. in a week, I had easily like double the playtime in Squadrons.
1: Yeah, I think I'd go so far to say I've never played a game this much. Like, this much into a short time frame. It's been crazy. Uh, I just got booted out. Me too. Game, please. <laughs> Come on. You're ruining my podcast! Get her together, boys. <laughs> I gotta say, Xavier Abyss, probably my least favorite map in the game. But I still like it. It's just, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Do you have a uh, do you have a favorite?
0: Uh, Probably Nadiri.
1: Yeah, Nadiri's. I, I like phenomenal. SLEs a lot, too. Yeah, me too. Those are definitely my top two. I'm hoping that they... There's a few other SLEs-like maps within the game, like within the single player. One is the Hosnian Prime map. The other is, like, the Fondor Shipyard map from Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. Just put those in multiplayer, like they're done um i know that there's like more than just game dev fairies waving their wands and bringing it in but just get just get it in there a couple more maps all the work's done you just gotta put the resources towards it i don't know i think it'd be worth it
0: yeah i i definitely hope that there is obviously future support for this game that uh yeah something you said we should talk about and it is alpha uh uh squadrons adjacent is Mm. alphabet squadron 'Cause that yeah. was uh a while back. Like <laughs> yeah. the the first game or the first book came out and I loved it. And you were <laughs> I like,
2: eh.
1: Yeah, I was I was messaging you about it and I was like, man, I am really struggling to get through this book. Um and after I did read through it the first time, I just did not leave with good impressions. I was not a fan at all. Um I think it was the writing style of the first one was maybe a bit too I don't know, maybe like flamboyant or wordy. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but something about like Alexander Freed's writing style in the first one didn't quite catch me. And then I think once I got over that, I just with that. I really, really love the book. <laughs> it's kind of like, I kind of had that same issue to a, like a, like a much more with um, aftermath okay. um, where Chuck Wendig is like a very, um, especially, especially a in very, the book. Yeah. It's, like, I like the book, and if Chuck Wendig ever watched this, I'm not, I don't mean this as an insult, but the writing style in that book is is a little obnoxious. Um, but yeah, I don't know. When I, re- I read it a second time for Tap Caf, which is the podcast I did with Corey, uh, from Corey Loses, and I was like telling Corey beforehand how, like, I'm really not looking forward to this book. Like, it's like I, I really disliked it the first time, and then yeah, I was a huge fan. Uh, and then I liked the second book even more, so. That's, um, I wonder, I'm,
0: like, because I kind of had... Did you read Twilight Company?
1: Yeah. What did you I, think, I think of that one? I honestly don't remember.
0: Because I remember reading that one and being very excited about it and just not being all that into it. Uh, yeah. And I kind of want to give it a revisit because I really yeah. liked Freed's Rogue One novelization. Mm-hmm. I loved Alphabet Squadron. I really liked mm-hmm. Shadowfall. And I'm like, I probably mm-hmm. need to go give that... Book another shot
1: Yeah, I mean catalyst was really good and but that that was him, right? That was lucino. Uh, Oh, that was oh, right That was lucino. Yeah, um Yeah, it's I I don't I don't know what it was. I I can't really I think part of it was I was expecting uh X-wing 2.0 or like the old rogue squadron books, which it definitely is not It's like and you'd think it might be because it's a similar premise But it's much more serious of a book than those ever were Um, and they the way that the the characters are handled is much different and I guess I just didn't appreciate that the first time because I was too kind of My expect I was being kind of bogged down by my expectations a bit. I think sure Oh my god tie bombers are so strong
0: (laughs) survive
1: But I will say too I also just reread the darth bane books and I remember not liking those. And really? on my second read-through, I still don't like those. Really? I love <laughs> yeah. those books. I hate... I really, oh. really... It was a struggle for me. hate's too strong of a word, I'd say. But I really, really just, like... Uh, no, that, that's too strong. I, I think I put them all in, like, C tier. Um, whereas, like, Alphabet Squadron 2, I think, was an S tier. Like, Flagus and Last Command. Those were, like, a few of my other S's. So, like... Yeah, I just... What is it about I really Bane? Didn't...
0: Like, I... Those are books that I tell everyone to read if they want to get into legends.
1: Hmm. Um, what is it about Bane? I guess I just don't find characters who are purely evil very compelling. I think is part of the problem um, for me. I get what and it, it, those are books that I completely understand why other people like them. Um, and I really like the world building and stuff in the first book, especially. But uh, I just, I find Darth Bane to be like a little too grungy. <laughs> He's a little too, like, a little too, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the character, I guess. I, I don't do. Find him...
0: I would say that I, I think the first book is by far the best because mm-hmm. at that point that. he isn't just evil all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of get his downfall a bit. Yes. But uh, I, I can see that
1: it's like i am not expecting like star wars characters especially villains to be relatable and palpatine is evil purely for the sake of being evil but i guess with bane it's like i'm always expecting there to be some sort of something i was expecting there to be just something a little bit more to to his evilness i guess um i wanted to be somewhat relatable or at least human in a way Mm -hmm. um Whereas I give palpatine maybe a bit more flack just because he is like the, the the big bad And whatnot, but like I think I give the first book a b Um, and then after that I think I give the other two c maybe
0: That yeah, I wouldn't say that's a hate <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I was I was putting it a little strongly but It's not like uh children of the jedi level even
0: Is there any uh, legends book that you remember reading that now you see people rag on it and you're like, well, hold on now?
1: Because I Ooh, remember loving the courtship
0: of Princess Leia. And I uh,
1: still do love that book. I, <laughs> I haven't think read that's it. A really good book. I
0: haven't read it in a long time, but uh, I, I remember loving it. So, so I should give it another.
1: You should. Visit. The thing about courtship is it's pretty much just a fantasy. Like a traditional fantasy novel with star wars characters, um Which is kind of cool because like they spend most of the time on dathomir, right? Mm-hmm. um And you know, there's witches and but I mean it's kind of interesting because so much of that book like like actually stay in the eu Like the hapens and stuff. Yeah and, uh, the night sisters, but from, I'm trying to think of a book that I really that's that's a really good question. Um, one, I, I guess this isn't this doesn't quite answer the the question Perfectly, but I think a lot of people don't give uh, Like legacy of the force enough credit in the whole jason solo stuff. Um Seem it's not so much people rip on that I think they kind of just dismiss it which I think is a mistake because those are really good stories Jason solo was basically A more fleshed out version of anakin's fall and I know corey will argue that to the uh to his death because Jason's his favorite Star Wars character but uh yeah I, I don't know that's a that's a good question I can't think of any other than that really
0: or has there as have you experienced the opposite where maybe there was something that you really didn't like in the old EU and then doing your mm. tap gaff did you come around on it you got a shield for you.
1: I'd say alphabet squadron has been my not uh, that's obviously not all to you But that's definitely been my biggest like man. I was way off about this um uh, moment where like I did a complete 180 and uh Now I think alphabet three is probably my most anticipated star wars book.
2: Oh, yeah, probably I by can't a wait a significant margin
1: that. um I, I mean my opinions changed on a few things, but like I still really disliked children of the jedi. I'm not excited for crystal star <laughs> um I'd Say I gained more appreciation for some books that I already liked um, like reading the thrawn trilogy again Just For I don't know how many times I read that but every time you kind of pick up something new That's really clever. Um, i'd say I Disliked dark empire more than I remembered But mm. I liked dark empire one I, I think Corey and I both agreed on this. Um, Dark Empire One is, we thought was pretty good, but then they kind of unnecessarily kind of add a, add extra onto it. Dark Empire Two is at least workable, but then Empire's End is just pretty bad. <laughs> uh,
0: that is, I remember you talking about this, but just how much of that story wound up <laughs> being kind of relevant to the new canon. Oh yeah, is so it's, shocking.
1: It's it's. You could realistically call like the new movies basically at least episode 9 is essentially a Like a movie form of that comic like down to palpatine trying to inhabit the body of uh, Future It's even it's it's anakin solo in the comics. It's Ben or ray in the movies um You've got the secret fleet. You've got palpatine returning lightning strike against the galaxy New super weapons new capital ships you got um kind of like a fake imperial civil war that uh Kind of go happens right beforehand It's just it's it's insane the amount of and The more stuff that comes out like with the cloning and everything else It's like the more that they kind of double down on that which is Interesting, I guess Uh If you had told me that like episode 9 would be a combination of the Jedi Prince series in Dark <laughs> Empire—I don't think I would have <laughs> believed it.
0: <laughs> Has becoming a YouTuber like changed the way you uh, consume Star Wars content? Because it's definitely—I would say, yes. yeah—changed like, how I get, I, view n- the I get
1: nervous for whether like, something's going to be good or not. Yeah. Selfishly, because I'm like, uh-huh. if this isn't good, like, I'm eating this month. it's—it's <laughs> <No, laughs> it's never that bad. But I, I think you probably know exactly what I mean there. Where it's like your your livelihood kind of Depends on whether something is good and you've got to be careful because you don't want that to color like when you're doing a review of something. Totally. Yeah, um, like for squadrons, you know, my second channel is basically Tripled in views since we started covering this game. So obviously Like I've got a lot kind of riding on the game's success um At least at least in the short term. So it's like it is tempting, but You kind of got to be honest like yeah, this is a great game for me But that doesn't mean it's going to be a great game for you. It's you know, it's only got six maps two game modes There's technical issues Um,
0: Also, it's very niche just like
1: yeah for sure
0: Oh
1: Oh, Where's this missile chasing me i'm gonna steal this kill damn it. I've got it Who is firing these missiles at me? (laughs) Give me a break
0: do you also, like, I, I know that I just experience a lot of stress the first time I'm watching a movie, not even, like, hoping that it's good or not, but just the the idea that, okay, I have to go home mm-hmm. and do a review, and I want to remember as much as yeah. I can. Like, do you feel like you enjoy uh, a movie the first time that you watch it, <laughs> or do you have to go back and just, like, watch it again as a fan?
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. I think I'm a little less kind of review centric on my channel than you are I, I my reviews do a lot worse than yours do so it's kind of not as big a part of what I do but I do get stressed less so for reviewing a thing because I kind of just like to talk about it and how it made me feel rather than everything that happened but with like trailers and breakdowns and stuff and it's like that that rat race to like getting a trailer out or a, a breakdown oh, yeah, yeah. out in the first two hours and you know, I I don't like that. I like just being excited for trailers and stuff.
0: Agreed. It does <laughs> feel like this weird stressful day when you're like a trailer's coming, and I'm excited <laughs> about it, but that also means a lot of work and like you have to do it really fast. And
1: yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it it is somewhat fun as well. Like it's, yeah,
0: it's exciting.
1: It's exciting to kind of. Build into the excitement, especially if it's like something like the episode 9 trailer for example was obviously awesome and But uh Yeah, it's it's, it's different. It is different. Um And you do kind of like enjoy things in a different way even like Squadrons where like you kind of have played the game before or like you are super Tuned into everything that's happening. Like we were doing squadrons videos pretty much daily even before the game came out So it's like am I? overexposing myself to this thing, really? Like, is mm-hmm. that going to take away my enjoyment a little bit? And probably a little, yeah. Um, but it's not really something I'm going to complain about, because it's, it's very lucky to be able to do so. Yeah,
0: well, I think it's definitely important to, like, experience things that aren't uh, in your main focus. Like, if all yes. you do is watch Star Wars. How many missiles? There's five missiles after me. This
1: I know, research. me too. Uh,
0: if all you do is watch Star Wars, it's like uh, your focus determines your reality. That's all you're gonna care about, and like, mm-hmm.
1: oh, thanks. yeah. No, that that's a that's a great point too. I'm like one of those people though that if I start to enjoy something, I'm like, okay, how can I make oh, a YouTube video about so, this? So,
0: like, sometimes <laughs> I'm annoyed with myself that I pigeonholed myself into Star Wars, but other times mm. I'm like, that's probably a blessing. Or else, yeah, I'd be talking about every damn thing that I watched.
1: That. Yeah, I mean. I will say though because i'm lucky enough that I didn't name myself, you know Star wars explained or something similar um But like I do like making especially if I can just make Kind of off the cuff videos about something that I like like those videos end up doing really well frequently Uh, and they're easy and fun to make but Because the star wars burnout can definitely get real (laughs) Especially like in this recent patch where there's been not much new um, we've been like it's been like oh here's a children's book like you better you better get something from this
0: <laughs> I think we were talking about that last night just how there's been so little news that like we talk about rumors so often yeah. at this point because it's like well we have nothing else to go on
1: Yeah
0: It's like we're yeah. re- recording this the day after the uh, Mandalorian special look
1: Mhm Oh man <laughs>
0: Which, like, I didn't... Uh, man, I- I'm glad they're not giving stuff away, but it was still, like... It's just the way Star Wars fans are. We were excited, we're like, a new trailer! And it's like, they never said that.
1: <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah. But
0: but still, we got our hopes up. And
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was a tough one. Because it, I, I really like that they're confident enough. And I, I kind of tweeted about this, too. I like that they're confident enough to just rely on, this is going to be good. And we think we can hook you with the actual episodes. Mm -hmm. It's like, same with, same with uh, season one. Like, you know, there were definitely some big internal discussions about like, okay, do we feature baby Yoda in the marketing or do we hope that it picks up enough so that baby Yoda, you know, will, enough people will watch episode one based on our mess. And then, then we get baby Yoda and the surprise is worth it. And it's like, they showed a lot of restraint there. And I I think their confidence was probably well-placed. I'm hoping it is too. With this season but it also was in my opinion just a kind of shitty trailer because you can keep the plot of the season under wraps i think with, without a showing us nothing or recycling footage which was my main problem was just recycled footage and a lot of mando walks aggressively or whatever else
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was most surprised with like and i'm still kind of baffled by it that they they like, they brought the, the blue guy back, the Mithril. Mm, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why they included that one shot of him. I don't that's know. It's like, just so goofy to me.
1: Like, as if he was, like, fan favorite. Like, right. guess, guess who's back?
2: <laughs> and that's what
0: I'm really confused about is, oh, my God, what I hit. Uh, I'm like, what? what's the point? I'm sure there's a point. But mm-hmm. when is Mando going to be like, you know who we need?
1: <laughs> the guy with the glands, yeah Yeah, yeah I don't uh, that's I'm interested I mean I, I Really liked season one. So I'm happy. They're taking some of it back But that was if you would have had me bet on who's coming back. I don't think he would have been uh, even close No Let's kill this star destroyer i'm gonna go for the uh the starboard shield generator see if i can take this puppy down
0: uh i'm gonna try to eye on their t- targeting systems i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go wild i deserve Oof. to do something crazy
1: oh we're using the torpedoes now or missiles
0: uh just ion oh ion last. i'm just gotcha. gonna see what happens
1: yeah so one thing that's really cool is and i was telling you a bit about the oh, missile got me Bit about this torpedo strategy that we're running in twin suns now Um But two ion torpedoes take down the shield of the star destroyer completely Which is And then uh, You can also destroy the uh The power system completely with a single torpedo Um, Proton torpedo No an ion torpedo An ion torpedo mm Mm-hmm.
2: Whoa
1: Yeah it disables all the other subsystems But I guess it's like Supposed to be yeah you're overloading the power system or whatever So Interesting and you can run them in fighters, so it's like well, what we do is we have a couple of uh, stealth X-wings run in, and before you know it, shields are down, and you can do a lot of damage.
0: Nice. Pro tips. Now that you're yeah. <laughs> unfortunately having to not be in the next tournament.
1: Yeah. I, I I keep looking at my my like schedule, and when the baby's doing, like, is there any way I can make this work? Yeah. <laughs> and no, there's not, but. I did put the uh, uh, other shield bulbs down to three. I did put the X2 crew to like, I put them forward as a name. I was like, if you guys want them, like Charlie can do it. And I'm sure Shaq and the others would be happy. But yeah, I think they're going to go with somebody else. I'm not sure though.
0: We were talking about like trailers and stuff and them being exciting to make. What is the type of content that you like to make the most?
1: Ooh, I like any video that I can I know enough about something that I can talk without a script or doing any research (laughs) um So like whether i've just read a book and like i've got some like battle really fresh in my mind that I can talk about Or especially like if there's just something that I know really well across multiple books and I can just like Kind of say oh, yeah, this is in this and it's just like trust me like I know it. (laughs) Yeah I really like making those videos. Um I really, like, uh, I really like covering game stuff, to be honest, as well. For one, it's, it's a lot easier having all that footage available. That's the worst oh part of being God, a Star yeah. Wars YouTuber. It's just, like, you spend half your time on Google search or wherever <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, i got to find some freaking
0: images. But yeah, yeah especially if you're talking if about like squadrons, uh, it's like, slap some gameplay up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of what I've been doing for... Like, I just kind of treat whatever video game I'm playing on X2 as, like, B-roll for the main channel. So, it's like, I'm talking about... You know some random character from court to a princess Leia, they might not have a like a an they may never ever got an image or whatever else, but I can put squadrons up, and most of the time, people don't care, they're just happy to have something to look at while I talk.
0: Yeah, uh, oh. have you always been a big gamer?
1: I was. I guess not huge. I mean I was really into Halo 3 when that came out that was like probably the game I played the most before now I'd always had my one game, but um Like if I weren't streaming now, like I wouldn't Have time for gaming and I don't think I would make time for it either Um, but that's kind of also why I, actually i'd say that's the main reason why I made the second channel I want an excuse to play cyberpunk for one <laughs> Um Yeah, that game alone was like actually probably the impetus for making the channel because I was like, yeah I really want to play cyberpunk, but i'm probably not gonna if I don't have this channel I'm not going to justify spending the 40 hours or whatever (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, it was probably the game changer program which kind of made me want to do more with gaming stuff Seeing everybody else do really cool stuff When When
0: was the first event you got invited to?
1: I went to the Battlefront Two review event, the one in uh, That's right, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. the weird uh, hotel and in, like industrial part of San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> that was really fun, though.
0: Was that the first? No, that was the second time we met.
1: Yeah, we met in, we- New, in York New York at one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, just randomly at that Propel thing.
0: <laughs> that was so weird.
1: Yeah, that was that was really. Weird. I remember I was there. I think with kelsey because think I saw you a couple times there one just like going to sign up and i'm like, oh, that's that's alex and molly I gotta go talk to them. She's like who uh-huh. <laughs> just trust me <laughs> <laughs> They're cool
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you didn't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> And now she doesn't come to any of my events anymore. I think that's the only one she She went to that was a fun event though. That was, yeah, was new it was york
0: some of the weird things you get invited to <laughs>
1: I know it's awesome that's the best part of being a youtuber. You're like an event or doing something That's just like you're like, how is this part of my job? This is yeah. like the best thing ever. Oh Nice we, nice. we killed it
2: Beauty
0: Dirt baby, how are you doing time wise you want to do one more. Yeah, let's do okay. one
1: more So I can stream the game <laughs> 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 probably. I didn't set a stream live. Another I guess you've been playing against bots, so you've probably had full wins so far, have you? On what now? Like when in the other episodes have you been doing like full bot playthroughs, so you haven't you've oh. done I was wondering um, if we'd be your first if we could be your first three victory episode.
0: We might be, because yeah, we I think we did two Fleet Battles when I was playing with uh, Mitch and Mel, the devs. Mm-hmm. And we only won one of them. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and then Raul, we played one Fleet Battle. I think we won it. And then the others were against AI.
1: Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, crazy, guys. Yeah, so This game's so fun, though. Yeah, I
0: love it to death. I do hope they... Keep it. All right, first of all, I hope someone goes support because I'm sick of that.
1: But... I'd say just live your best life. And you <laughs> yeah, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna have fun <laughs> this time. it's nice playing with Charlie. He's a really good support. Mm-hmm. You've got that. What's what's the guy's name on your team again? Um, Ashton. Yeah. Ashton. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fantastic. That's like I'm trying to just do what he does. Yeah. You know, whenever I play.
1: I really hope they do another tournament though. Uh, that was really I think fun. they
0: will. I think there's one coming up in December.
1: That's the Calrissian Cup, right? That's
0: right, yeah. That's like an invitational. I think or like uh, anyone can apply to be in that. Yeah,
1: one. that I feel like that might be a bit of a mess.
0: <laughs> oh, that and also we'll get slaughtered. <laughs> I think yeah, if maybe. anyone can come in.
1: Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> Hopefully they've got some of the uh kind of more obnoxious bits of the meta ironed out by then mm-hmm. like the uh the full the five tie bomber attack is very effective and hard to stop but it's not Dude. basically flying very slowly <laughs> yeah
0: i think i'm gonna do a video on this but we found out the other day that if you you can have like three bombers and if they all have multi-lock missiles in the opening dogfight, you can mm-hmm. just wipe out ai and immediately take it it's so not really? cool. yeah we we got pushed back like instantly in a match and we were like how did that happen and then we were mm-hmm. like oh we know and so we tried it and yeah it's so cheesy Jeez. it's not good
1: yeah there's a lot of issue with how ai behave right now um ian messaged me about this because i complained about it fairly loudly in the <laughs> live stream but i was like oh he should he shouldn't have saw it but he, he completely understood um it's just like they, they need to be worth, like, there needs to be more of a diminishing, because, they're like, right now there's, like, one level of diminishing returns. They go from five points to two. Yeah. They need to somehow limit, like, my suggestion would be limit the amount of points you can get per each push and then, hmm. like, you've got to also make it, because right now one of the big issues is you can have it so the enemy team basically, if they play the right way, they can just stay behind their frigates and yep. the ships will sort of do, like, passive damage to your capital ships. Um... And that can't be a thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it sucks to play against, because it's basically just running the timer out. And the it's, it's yeah. like, it's a, quote, legit strategy, because it's in the mm-hmm. game, but it's, like, the spirit of the game is two squadrons dogfighting and working as a team.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Hiding we... in the background is not <laughs> fun we for We ran into
1: the same team who did that to us twice oh. um, in the tournament. It really sucks. Oh, that sucks, we... yeah. One of the games went pretty much the full 30 minutes or whatever. So we we kind of and of course we lost But we lost and we lost 30 minutes with like no no points or no kills or anything and then uh Afterwards like I I I I was ripping on them pretty heavily because I was unhappy and they were like There's one map. I think it's Xavian abyss where you can do that And it's you can completely like there's it's impossible to turn them away no matter what you do And of course we played them twice on that map and I, I was like really laying into them on the stream and of course they were stream sniping us yeah and um they had our comms open for the entire game and stuff um and they were like sending me their twitch vods and stuff afterwards about how like they were they literally just joined the tournament to try to make me and uh me and shaq uh quit rage quit so Ooh. i was like oh that's really cool guys fun yeah yeah here's that attention you ordered <laughs> Don't do that. Don't ruin the game for people, <laughs> especially when like the ranking system is not even working right now So it's like yeah, what's the point? Like you, yeah
0: <laughs> Your win doesn't matter
1: Yeah, and one that once that's eventually fixed which it will be it's like you now you haven't learned how to play the game properly Gotcha
0: Dazzle. What is your favorite aspect of being a... YouTuber? not even being a YouTuber, but, like, making content? Is there something yep. that you think that you're just, like, mm-hmm. freaking awesome at?
1: Oh, something that I'm particularly good at? Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, I'm trying to think of anything, that. How did they get our Nebulon B down so much? Um... No, oh, like, there's I a think there's oh a, my
0: gosh. There's a parasite
1: Oh that, that whoops missed him I think I feel like a lot of passion for it if that counts, but Other than that, I don't think there's anything i'm particularly good at. I just think I really like what I do and that shows um My favorite aspect of being a youtuber though is definitely the the freedom to work from home to Being being able to talk about star wars all day and the community aspect. It's really awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I, was, I like your, your thumbnails a lot. I think you make great thumbnails.
1: I would agree with that. I think my thumbnails are probably the, the strongest aspect of my my game.
0: <laughs> well, I I think you uh, do a really great job at balancing, like, the... I don't want to call it clickbait. The engagement, I don't know, mm. the enticing aspect of it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, people equate, like, the big red arrows and circles with clickbait. And I, I would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. As long as the content is not, like, misleading or misrepresenting anything, I, it's all good.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. That's but... that's my approach, too. It's like, there's a difference between making something that people are interested in clicking on and misleading people. Yeah. With the latter being what I would consider clickbait. Yes. Making a thumbnail that people want to click on isn't... I get, you can call it clickbait, but just generally, that's just really doing your job. You want people to watch your videos. Well, I think it's you, one of those
0: things that uh, a lot of clickbaiters will use the arrows and all that so it becomes mm-hmm. associated with it but not all mm-hmm. uh, red yes. arrows mean clickbait.
1: Someone just <laughs> that makes the it's awesome. No totally. I've told it, it's... you this
0: story before but just because I think it's funny uh, Molly and I were looking at one of your videos and it was like I think it was a tap video. Mm-hmm. And Molly was like, Look at that giant freaking she didn't say freaking red arrow on that. <laughs> and I was it was just like the executor, but like yeah. it was a ship and she was like, Oh, oh, that's a superstar destroyer. I mean He has no much... shame, look at that
1: big ass arrow. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a ship. Yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> um the red arrow thing is funny because it does like tangibly have a benefit for some reason like people will you know, they'll, they'll follow with their eyes Even if uh-huh. they don't mean to and they know what it's doing The problem is like if you're pointing a red arrow to something that's not gonna be covered in the video um, You know like that's I, in my opinion. That's where the problem is um, if you're being misleading not just making things that people want to watch right, yeah, that's just being a good youtuber
0: That's I I feel almost guilty doing it now because like i've spoken out against clickbait in the past and so now it's like oh if i do anything remotely clickbaity people Mm. are gonna be snarky about it
1: yeah that's the that's the trouble i mean i've done the same and i think sometimes I, i i get some heat for it which i understand especially like if you're not for me it's like when i get it from other youtubers uh that's where i'm like okay like come on you guys all know what the game is well, if there's a fan who's like oh the red arrow so annoying i'm like okay yeah, you know what i get it but it's like if if it's like a youtuber who's like you guys all know what the game is you know how yeah. it works as long as it's not misleading it's i
0: always feel good when you you will occasionally uh shoot me a message and be like great great thumbnail and i'm like yeah i did it usually when i put a meme or something stupid in it <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny because those meme videos will frequently uh just do much better than something you or even, even if you just like like i'll frequently put a very serious video together not i mean it's star wars it's not that serious but like a like a, a not jokey video together and i'll be like okay there's like multiple ways i can present this i can go with a serious title that perfectly explains what's going on i can make it a little bit funny or whatever else and it's always the funny videos or the funny titles that people seem interested in
0: yeah I mean, I just need to be better about uh, taking time to do thumbnails. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't. By the time I'm at the thumbnail stage of a video, I'm like, I'm tired,
1: <laughs> and I'm just gonna. Yeah. I always try to get my thumbnails done when the video's rendering, <laughs> and if it's not done, I'm like, oh, do I really want to spend more time on this? <laughs> oh, nice job. Thanks. It's like we can get one. I was playing with the uh, torpedo strategy the other day, and we managed to kill kill uh, both of the opponent's frigates on defense. It was really cool. Nice. You can just like hop into that fifteen hundred meter range, fire the torpedo, and go home. <laughs> Everyone's happy.
0: <laughs> I've been trying to get better at dogfighting with those rockets on the A wing. Uh, oh, it's, it been is using... really fun.
1: Yeah, i've been using that exclusively now since you told me that's what you're running in the tournament I've been trying it and it's that's all I use the stealth rocket build. It's phenomenal What's shooting me I always love whenever you feel like you're being blown up by another player like you're like, oh my god This guy's on my ass. I can't get him off like who's shooting at me. I got a select glass and it's an ai. Oh, yeah He's too good. (laughs) This guy's an ace (laughs) That, that always happens to Charlie. Like he'll <laughs> he'll straight up mark him too, and he'll be like, "This guy sees such <laughs> a
0: That happened to us a lot in the tournament. We were like, "So do you actually want help with that guy, or should we yeah. just continue on it's with like, our day?"
1: <laughs> oh man, I can't kill this time. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's a beauty me. B- it's funny too because like I find like they'll really frequently kill you when you're uh, resupplying as well. Like they'll just swoop in and. It's always kind of funny I, I, i'm never too mad because it's just
0: I am definitely I, I have a lot more trouble doing attacking a star destroyer than I do. Yeah, with, uh, the mc-75
1: The star destroyer is significantly more difficult in my opinion um especially like the uh The Shield gen on the on the mc75 is in a really easy position. It's right on like the the gills of the ship Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Whereas like to to get to the star destroyer, you gotta fly over the entire top of it And you gotta you don't have as much room to kind of just yeah get in there All right, let's try it though It is cool seeing all the strategies that people are kind of developing like there's one spot Under the star destroyer that you can pop in on a diagonal and then you can hit the shield generator with a torpedo And it's just like you gotta fly just this one specific way. And it's just cool seeing people figure that Being out. able to do that. <laughs> yeah The thing i've been doing on streams now is like i'll run at the star destroyer full speed and try to drift into the uh, like the Someone called it the oreo folds of the ship the uh, uh yeah <laughs> it's fun because then you can fly around and no one the ship can't shoot you. You can't do that much damage, but it's nice with the power system down.
0: I'm just like stuck under the tractor beam, uh but not really getting hurt that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a, a ship found me. All right, that was good.
1: Going for one of the shield gens right now. Got down to a
2: 50, and then I crashed. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Hmm. Do you remember a moment, like, when you were uh,
0: first starting out or maybe a couple years in, whatever, where you, like, felt like you'd made it as a YouTuber?
1: I think, like, this game has actually been one of the things because, like... I get a lot of people who recognize me from my second channel Especially when we stream like it feels like most games someone will say hi, which is For one if you ever see a youtuber in a video game definitely say hi because you'll probably make their day. Oh, yeah, for sure Um, So like that uh, Definitely is one of them anytime I go to like an ea event. I feel pretty special or like a, a games event or like something that's invite only um even though that's Kind of a very unimportant thing at the end of the day. It's just like hey, it's just something cool I get that I would have kind of dreamed about going to or trying a game earlier or whatever else um Other than that, I guess like Just just when people I guess when I got to a stage on my channel where like people kind of cared about what I said Like they were wondering what my opinion was on something um, or i'd see people like referencing my opinion on whether they bought a game or out a new book or something that's always that's kinda cool
0: when people tell me that they started reading the books uh mm-hmm. that always makes me really happy
1: yeah for sure that's that uh, that's a big compliment because that means you've basically convinced them to put the next level of effort in
0: right like if i can make someone a slightly bigger star wars fan that makes me
2: feel yeah bad.
1: for sure um, do you and molly get recognized uh like- like, like at home ever?
0: Not really. I think that's actually happened once, and it was weirdly like four, three or four years ago. Like it was hmm. like, early on. We were at a Halloween party, and someone I was like playing beer pong against somebody. And they were like, you <laughs> look really familiar. And I was like, okay. And we kept playing, and then after a while he was like, are you on YouTube? And I laughed, and I was like, I mean, yeah, but it can't be that and he was like, yeah. do you talk about Star Wars? And I was like, <laughs> all right, this, you're messing with me. I thought That's someone hilarious. was like, told Put them to, to say that, yeah.
1: Testing your ego. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, I had kind of a moment like that. Obviously, I don't use my face very frequently. Um. um sorry, I just got messed. message that distracted me. But uh one of my buddy's cousins is a really big fan of my YouTube channel, which is always kind of weird to hear. But uh, when he told, it was like one of my best friends since high school. So he told him that I was who I was. And I was like, I was so excited to have a fan. I just sent him like as much merch as he wanted. Like, he was like $300 worth of all my merchandise in every size, every color.
0: That's, uh, I had a friend who, uh, his cousin was like, one day he he played me in battlefront i think mm-hmm. it was the first one and he was like hey your friends with that star wars explained guy right and he was like yeah and he was like tony sucks at battlefront <laughs> 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 that's fair
1: yeah. yeah i i love you just just doing your real dirty in battlefront anything <laughs> <laughs> of other shield generator oh man i love seeing us star destroyer just like focus fire on just one person and just ruin oh, them. rip
0: them apart <laughs>
1: One of my, uh, the, the guy who, who often, one of the employees at the gas station near my house, I wore my sweater one day and he, he knew who I was. It's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you, uh, do you watch much YouTube? Like, who are your go tos? I I've asked you this before, but I'm just kind of curious. I don't
0: watch a ton. I mean, like, uh, I watch Fun House, um, but even that, like, I don't know, since the pandemic, I've kind of just fallen off. I don't know why.
1: Have they lost a couple of people? Is yeah, there's Funhouse? some drama
0: going on in there.
1: Are they, like, technically part of Rooster Teeth, Teeth or. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I never I... keep these. I, I, I've seen them before, they're pretty funny, but yeah, I, I feel that. Nice. Leading the way in the Y wing. That is beautiful.
0: I like to watch cooking stuff. Weirdly, like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a great cook, but Maddie Matheson binging with Babish, I really like their stuff.
1: I've got kind of a weird, like a weird one of those too. Um, Charlie was doing research for a Sims video we did on. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I a bunch of the uh, videos were recommended on X two, and I watched some of them. I was like, these women are like incredibly entertaining so now i just watch like whenever they put out a new sims video i'm watching it honestly <laughs> i like, really enjoy who it who are
0: they because i funhouse did a sims series a while back that i thought was very very funny so i wouldn't mind checking out some more sims content
1: um there's one called plumbella who's really funny i've watched her before she's like i don't know if she's scottish maybe or british but she's just she's hilarious and she, really good. Um. But yeah, just once you kind of get in that rabbit hole, you'll probably <laughs> naturally discover the other ones you like. <laughs> All right,
0: I'll check her out. Yep. Uh, well, stop plugging Sims content creators and plug <laughs> yourself because we've been going for a little over an hour now. So, uh, right, where can everyone find Eckerd's ladder?
1: Uh, you can find me at Four Privet Drive. Now I'm joking. <laughs> Harry Potter reference. Nice. Read the books. Uh, you can find me at YouTube on two channels. You've got X two. And uh E C K S T O O and Eckhart's lotter And if you search me, you should be able to find me wherever else. And I'll put make links sure you in f- the description, all that. Make sure you follow me on Roblox. <laughs> I'm just joking. I Someone, don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's like a kid's version of Minecraft, I think, but there's somebody on Roblox who's got my username and it's not me. <laughs> so <laughs> I get asked about it all the time. It's not me.
0: <laughs> oh, that's one more one more question before we wrap up, just because it popped into my head while we were playing. Do you ever like go covertly and not play as Eckerd Slatter on squadrons.
1: No, oh, I always play myself.
0: That's <laughs> like I have my now. I'm showing off my Steam name to everyone in the world. So there's me. But <laughs> uh, I usually play with just that's my Steam name and my origin idea, Star was explained. But right then we we did the um, tournament and we we made the stash squadron mm-hmm. like stash daddy stash render all that as a joke. But we're kind of like. Oh, this is probably good because, I don't know, people might try to, they might try a little harder if they know they're playing Eckerd Slatter.
2: People personally.
0: do.
1: <laughs> people do try a little bit harder, but you also get supports who will follow you around sometimes. <laughs> and it's just cool hearing people, like, I met a, a lot of people. It's like most games, I would say, I'll get them, like, a Twitter DM. Yeah. It's like, hey, I just pl- played you. I destroyed you. You destroyed me. Whatever. Um.
0: Yeah, it's honestly so cool. Like, yeah and even as long as they're playing in a fun manner if they yes. come in and they're like man we just beat you and that was so much fun i'd be like yeah we were like yelling at you <laughs> yeah uh, but in a good way <laughs> just like someone yeah.
1: shoot that man <laughs> when we stream on x2 like we'll pretty frequently have the people that we just played show up in chat and that's yeah. always really cool um my positive experience of far far outweighed my negative ones totally agree
0: i mean we were talking about like that the, the AI kind of cheese strategy. And honestly, that hasn't happened all that often to me. Like most 90, 95% of the games I play, perfectly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think the community around this game so far has been pretty great. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh everyone check out Eckert's ladder if you don't know him already. All those links are in the description. And thanks so much for hanging out and talking with me and uh playing I don't know, while we record it instead of just playing together.
1: Yeah. Um, that, was, that, was, that was really fun, and I really enjoyed that.
0: Awesome. So, well, you're about to go stream it, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take a five-minute break, go eat an egg roll, and get back at it. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right, have fun. Everyone, thanks for watching. May the Force be with you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.